Hold on. Andrew, I'm... can you find a way for me to play Medal of Honor? Mine is black Not screen right for some reason. Mine went to black screen. Okay, it says live. And then when I click on it, it's just a black screen. Oh, wait. Nope. Oh, there we are. You Let's right? see if we can hear it. Yeah. We're back? Yeah, I think we're back. Back? Oh, wait. Nope. Oh, there we are. Yeah. Go. Oh, eh. audio's coming through. Okay, we did ready, it. Ready to start again? Yeah. Best producer in the business. Or something. Roll it would it be up. funny if we could get voices now, but not music to come through. Would that be funny? You're listening to The Scrimmage with Daniel Hargrove and Justin Domashevitz. No. Can you it. whistle? I can normal whistle. Oh, what was that to... whistle you were doing? Because you sounded like someone just struggling. Let's try to recreate the whole intro we already did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do an elk bugle. Okay. You kind of just season. sound like someone who can't whistle it's but so... wishes they could. It's true. It's, you sound like maybe an elk bugle way off in the distance. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's usually where they are. Except for when I drive by him in Warrington the other day. So that's what an elk sounds like? I think so. Isn't that yeah. weird? Like, you wouldn't think of well, an they elk do making... When they're yelling at each other. Mm. Is that, like, the female elk saying, hey, it's go time? It's... No, it's, it's... I think it's the male elks... Saying, hey, it's go time? Mostly saying, hey, it's go time. Yeah, okay. stay away from my area, you stupid man. Oh, so it's more <laughs> of a signal for the other male elks to stay away. I think so. Uh, okay. And, and, okay. The, and the females. It doesn't elk. sound menacing, though. They should growl or something. Like, <laughs> which is Daniel's not putting enough menace in it. it I feel like it's pretty menacing. Okay. It? Like, it's, it's like, this is a big animal making a big noise. You can hear it from a long ways off. Yeah. Mm. Like, I can make it loud enough so you could hear it. You know, around your general vicinity. The one that Daniel's doing is like a couple miles away up the valley. That makes sense. Yeah, that checks out. All right. Okay, Daniel, go two miles away and then whistle and we'll see if we can hear you. I don't think that's <laughs> going to work out very no, well. No, he already is two miles away. That's He needs to come two miles closer and do it again. Daniel, come two <laughs> miles closer to us. <laughs> yes. Well, this is The Scrimmage. Yes. I'm Justin Damashevitz. I'm Daniel Hargrove. And our trusty producer, Andrew Gross, is here with us My as well. My camera isn't working. His no. camera isn't working, so you can't see his it beautiful beard. It was the sacrifice beard. that we made. That's <laughs> we <laughs> had some, would work. some Tech- technical <laughs> difficulties, but our the best producer in the business fixed yep. it. We are brought to you by Oli Penn Real Estate and the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz. No relation. What's the A stand for? And I think let's just kick it off. Let's go with the two-minute drill. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Hello. Gun duel right, gun duel right. Three jet Buckeye, don't worry. Three. The two minute drill starts now. 25th ranked Washington ended 6th ranked Oregon's college football playoff hopes on Saturday with a 37 to 34 Husky victory. Daniel, as a Cougar alum who has been a Beaver fan since birth, whose side are you on? You know, I was actually trying to figure this out the other day. It's an excellent question. Thank you. I just find myself going, <laughs> At the Ducks losing it makes me really happy. <laughs> yeah. But I think had the shoe been on the other foot, is that a saying? That sounds like a saying. Had the Huskies been sixth ranked mm-hmm. and trying to get in the playoff and the Ducks beat them, I think I would have gone, <laughs> So I'm pretty sure it's just whoever's doing better. I'm, I'll root I'm for the other one. I'm with you there also. Yeah. Go Beavs. Go Kooks. The Portland Trailblazers dropped to 9-4 on the season with a 117-112 loss to the Dallas Mavericks on Saturday. Justin, should the Blazers fans sweat the loss, and should you watch Maverick? I don't want to watch Maverick, <laughs> now that I think about it. Top Gun was made in 1986, and I don't really want to go back and watch a movie that came out when I was one year old. I don't Can think that the... Sorry, that's a song. It's in Top Gun. Okay. <laughs> and you didn't know the words nope. to In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. <laughs> yeah. That's is a that embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, or you can go with Highway <laughs> to the Danger Zone. I don't think Blazers fans should sweat the fact that their team just got Luka'd. Luka. Luka Doncic has been incredible to start this season. He went for 42, 10, and 10 while also shooting efficiently from the field uh, against the Blazers in this game. Also, this was the last game of a six-game road trip in which the Blazers went 4-2 and two while not having all their players because of injury for the beginning of that road trip. Also, Jeremy Grant dropping 37 points is a really good sign for the Blazers going forward, needing additional scorers besides Dame. So no, do not sweat this loss one iota. This looked good, Grant has. Oregon State Beavers men's hoops started their season with wins over daunting opponents Tulsa and Florida A&M. Daniel, where do you expect <laughs> the Beavers to land in the Pac-12 standings this season? <laughs> you said daunted opponents. I was like, oh, who have they played that I haven't seen? <laughs> Florida A&M, bro. Oh, Florida A&M. Yeah, that's not Texas A&M. That's no. Flo- yeah. Uh, uh, um, ever since um, Ethan Thompson's left, it's been rough. Yeah. I'll be excited if... I'll be excited if they end up in the middle of the pack. At least they didn't do what Oregon did and lose a game to UC Irvine. Three Pac-12 teams are ranked, though. UCLA is number 8, Arizona is number 17, and Oregon is number 21, although that might be coming to an end. But I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be interesting come basketball season when it really gets full swing because right now it's just kind of eh. The North Carolina Tar Heels football team jumped up a couple of spots to number 13 in the AP poll after a 36-34 win over another garbage team on Saturday. Justin, your Heels started the season unranked. Are they really the 13th team in best? Are they 13th best? I mean, it's kind of indisputable (laughs) when you beat teams like Appalachian State by two and Georgia State by seven and... Miami by three and Duke by three and now Wake Forest by two and Virginia by three. Like, how can you keep saying that they're not? No, they're not the 13th best team in the country. But they do have a man on their team. A man. Who's a man among boys. He's with boys. And should be in the top two or three for Heisman consideration right now. And Drake May, who just passed for 400 yards rushed for about 70, and accounted for all of Carolina's touchdowns, except for one. So I, I believe in Drake May, and I believe, because I heard it on the Dan Patrick show, <laughs> there's going to be like a dump for Drake or whatever the tanking metaphor will be that Drake May next year will be the quarterback that everyone's trying to tank for. Wait, this upcoming draft? No, next oh. year. The next year they'll be trying to tank to get him in the next draft because he's a redshirt freshman, so he has he has to play one more year of college the football. Quake for Drake. Quake for ooh, I like it. Or the I hate what's it his already. last name? May. I hate it already. Get slayed for May. Ooh, I don't know. I couldn't say slay for May because that sounds too positive. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like you're trying to win. Um. Lose all day for May. There you go. Yeah, that's a little yeah. long, a little yeah. clunky. A little clunky. We'll work on it. Yeah, we'll come back. Do we have the Broncos pick next year too? When you say we, you mean like our show? No, yeah, our show. Um, I want to draft Drake May. Yeah, I don't. I think it was just one. Wasn't it one first round? Pick April Fools for May Flowers. Oh, it was two first round picks. I think it was this last year and next year. Oh yeah, that's right. Because yeah. that's how they ended up with Cross. Yeah, because they got the that that yeah. Darn it! So we won't so the, be in the Seahawks ring. will have to tank next year if they yeah. wanted if they want to go all day for May or lose, I mean they already so had lose all day for May. <laughs> <laughs> so could, could you say April Fools for May flowers? No, <laughs> no, no. Wouldn't I it be it. April it's showers? April showers for May flowers that works yeah. too. But also football season is over by April. Yeah. We're gonna have to workshop this. <laughs> you know what? There's no bad ideas when you're brainstorming. Really? I learned that from Imagination Movers. What? I don't know what that is. Really? Will I know what that is soon? Imagination Movers. You got to think about Imagination Movers. My son hasn't started watching shows yet, so I still know like the kids' shows from when I was around, like Magic School Bus. When my now 16-year-old son was in preschool, 
he his favorite show or one of his favorite shows was Imagination Movers. And I loved it so much that we actually took him and his cousin to see Imagination Movers in concert in Seattle. Whoa. It's a great show. Great. Well, it was good live, too? Yeah. See, this is the thing people need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Imagination Movers. You're welcome. Were they like movers as in like people moving people from different houses? No, they, like they made your imagination move. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about the Blazers really quick. Okay. I feel like most people don't care about North Carolina or Oregon What do you State. mean? Or the Blazers. North Carolina is a pretty PNW-based team. It's the only thing people in my house talk about. <laughs> the Blazers. I don't even believe that. Jeremy Grant, the first couple of games, I think I texted you and asked, is he booty? Because he's yeah. not good. And now he's amazing. Yeah. Well, you know the thing And he's that- more than I thought he was. Like he's yeah. he's doing he's shooting from the outside well. Yep. He's shooting forty six percent from three point range. Dude, if this if he has any semblance of this for the whole season, I gotta tell you, this is the most complete Blazers team I've seen in a long time. Especially if Shaden Sharp continues to grow. Because he's so, he's shown some flashes. I just wonder if he'll be ready at some point this season. Like, mm. is he going to be a... He was so raw. Yeah. Like, he was not only really young, like one of the youngest players in the draft, but also didn't play college basketball. Yeah, I wish he would have played last year. But a freak physically. Although, if he would have played last year, he probably wouldn't have fell to the Blazers. Good point. Right? Because like, he was the number one ranked player in his recruiting class. Yeah. So, so we may be a year or two away from really seeing what Shaden Sharp is capable of, but I think I... But I want it now. I agree with you in a sense because I think you have up-and-coming players, but like you're looking for these guys to step up. This year. So like you need Jeremy Grant to be the... He's young and, and developing, and it's reasonable, but you need him to be a better version of what he's been in the past. Yep. You need Ant to be a better version of what he's been in the past. You need Nurkic to be Nurkic. Yeah. You know you know what you can expect from him. Be healthy. You need Dame to be healthy. Yeah. You need Nurk and Dame to be healthy. You need Grant to be what he what he could be. Yeah. You need Ant to be what he can be. You need Shaden Sharp to grow. Yeah. And you Gary Payton Gary Payton the third to come to be healthy and contribute defensively especially yeah i feel like if you can get gary payton the second to be what he was for the warriors in the playoffs last year why is he the second i don't know oh sorry i didn't I mean know. to he's cut GP, you off just he's gp2 yeah okay but if he is what he was last year like if he can just get back to what he was you're golden with him right uh, and yeah I, definitely i would say the other guy if nasir little can can also can continue to improve that would be a big boost as well. And stay healthy because he's also had some injury yeah. issues in his young career. Yeah. But I think flashed as like what you can expect from Nasir Little this year is to already be a really good rotational player. Like yep. He should be playing 15 minutes a game and being efficient, getting rebounds, contributing in the scoring column. Um, but yeah, I think, I think when you look at the trio of Nurk is Nurk. Yeah. And he's a defensive anchor who every once in a while will give you an explosive offensive game. Mm-hmm. If you look at the trio of Damian Lillard, Anthony Simons, and Jeremy Grant, the upside of those three guys is better than the upside of any three Blazers players that they've had over the last in Dame's career. Yeah, that's that's what I. So when you say most complete team, I'm with you. Yeah, as long as those guys reach their potential. Yeah, absolutely, and we've seen flashes. Yeah, for sure. You've seen the capabilities. It's not just like, oh, if this could happen. It's like, exactly. we've seen it happen. Right. Can you make it consistent? Can you make it consistent? Yeah. And then you throw in, I think the perfect kind of backup center to the whole mix is Drew Eubanks. He is not only a former Beaver, played with Gray Payton too, but he's a defender who also can play offense just well enough to help facilitate and move and grab rebounds and dunk. Is Ethan Thompson playing anywhere? I don't know, but he should be. How amazing would it be if the Blazers, which already has two beavers on it, snagged Ethan Thompson for the end of the bench? You could have three beavers on your favorite basketball team. Dude, don't do that Why are you making this so weird, Justin? 
I feel like this is the reaction that Andrew has when we talk about Gardner Minshew to the Seahawks. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that also makes me excited. Uh, <laughs> okay. Too excited. To com- Let's move on. <laughs> I need to compose myself. Okay. What's next? My favorite part of the show. Ooh. Serving questions up on a silver platter where the points are made up and the rules don't matter. Time for stump, Daniel. Daniel. Okay, Daniel, I've got from ESPN Stats and Info. Okay. There is one player in NFL history who has won NFL games in four different countries. Who is the first player in NFL history to win a game in four different countries? U.S. Mexico? Mm-hmm. Britain and Germany, right? Mm-hmm. Are those the countries? Yep. So it has to be... This was the first time they've played in Germany. So it has to be a current Buccaneer. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. If that's your logic, then yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. Okay, so I've got a guess, and it's because didn't they used to just send garbage teams over to Britain most of the time? You're talking about the London games. Yeah. The Jaguars were there a lot, yeah. but that was partly because they stink, and partly because their owner really wanted to capitalize on the London market. Because Jacksonville's a crap market. Because yeah. if you can't get people by being good, maybe yeah. you can get people by being the only ones. Exactly. But then I just had a thought. So the guy I was thinking of didn't play for Jacksonville. He just... Wait, or did he play for Jacksonville? Who played No, he Lennon? did. Who are you thinking of? I know who Daniel's thinking of. He did play for Jacksonville. thinking of playoff Lenny? Yeah. He played yeah. for Jacksonville. He okay. got drafted by Jacksonville. Okay, okay. Well, I mixed him up with somebody else for some reason. Sorry. Um, you know what? That's the only guy I can think of, so I'm going to go with uh, Leonard Fournette. Ooh, I'm sorry, Daniel. Terrible guess. What? That the was correct, a really bad guess. The correct what? answer, which should have smacked you in the face, is Tom Brady. I mean, <laughs> I was thinking Brady first, but yeah. I figured you wouldn't go with the captain obvious move there <laughs> so clearly i couldn't choose the wine in front of me exactly <laughs> um inconceivable brady, brady played in the uk they made brady play in the england game according to espn stats and info yes. see that's what threw me on that one i mean he's been in the league for more than two decades but how long that's have true. they been doing the london game like 10 years maybe? yeah and then they do two a year i think the last several yeah so yeah, I guess at some point Pete the- Carroll was talking about the Vikings when he was a coach with the Vikings. They were playing in Sweden. What? Did you guys? That's not real. Hear- That's not the truth. I swear, Pete's he a liar. Told a story they about never- the Pete other was doing teams. his best Jerry Depoto impersonation Wait, and just was, lying. Maybe they were playing the Vikings. <laughs> Maybe they were playing the Vikings, not he was a coach with the Vikings, but it was when he was a coach, like a, a position coach, and and the story he told about it was that they went out the night before, uh, or no, not the night before, they went out like Thursday night with no curfew, and the next morning, the other team's quarterback was on their bus and went to their practice. Are you sure it wasn't like when NFL Europe was a oh thing? Oh my gosh. What? You in 1988, the Minnesota Vikings defeat the Chicago Bears in the first and only preseason game played in Sweden. Okay. Pete's not a liar. I take it back. I, w- I did the Jerry DePoto thing, and that was rude of me, and I apologize. <laughs> I will Pete? say, I will defend you and say that it was preseason. Pete's, Pete's the cheat, but he's not a liar. Pete's the cheat. Pete the cheat. You never heard that before? I mean, when he was for USC, right? Yeah, but, you know, the Seahawks also got hit with those, like, preseason practicing too hard violations yeah, but on is multiple that, occasions. Is that cheating or it's is that against getting a the fine? Rules. That's like getting a flag. Like they got a fl- is, are you cheating when you hold? Yes. Is that holding? Unless it's my team. <laughs> <laughs> is that cheating or are you getting penalized? That is an interesting distinction. No, I don't think I wouldn't say that's cheating. Yeah. No. So I think practicing too hard, which is what they got 
dinged for <laughs> was a penalty. Sounds, they literally got <laughs> penalized for being tryhards. Exactly. Yeah. They did. <laughs> they, they did. For people who might not have context on that, they literally had like too many high contact practices. Yeah. More than what was allowed by the collective bargaining agreement, so they got fined for it multiple times. Yeah. Okay, next question, Daniel, and I only have three. Okay. Tom Brady. That's, who was the answer to the last question? He's a guy. Had a streak of 399 consecutive passes. He went streaking? Without. <laughs> without clothes on. Without an interception. <laughs> oh, you know what was uh -oh. funny during the game? Uh, we were talking about the fact that the game was in Germany, and I was like, you know what? Tom Brady kind of looks like he could be some kind of a German villain from a James Bond movie or something. <laughs> like the current version of Tom Brady has yeah. that. And also just his expressions. Yeah. I feel like he could be a German villain. What? So what? Tom Brady's streak of 399 co consecutive passes without an interception yes. ended today against the Seahawks. Where he, he was... threw it right to Cody Barton. Yeah. Like, you know you're struggling <laughs> when you throw Cody Barton a pick. Like, the only person who would not have intercepted that pass is Jamal Adams. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Is it okay to talk like that about somebody who's like okay, currently but rehabbing? The only injury? interception that I've ever seen Jamal Adams have <laughs> hit so him in good. the face and then an offensive player like pushed it into his gut and held it there. Yeah. It's like, no, you catch this, Jamal. This is you're supposed to intercept this pass, buddy. <laughs> you need this more than I do, bud. So anyway, that streak ended and it was it was three short of tying who for the longest streak of consecutive passes without an interception in NFL history. I don't know the answer to this one. I feel like this happened fairly recently. Okay. I'm going to homer out on this, Chief. Okay. I'm going to go Russell Wilson. Your homering out did not pay off. Dang it. The correct answer is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers currently holds the longest streak in NFL history of consecutive passes without an interception. Obviously not a current one because he threw three picks last week. Yeah. But he does hold the record. He's making up for lost time. Yeah. Didn't Russell like have a streak that got kind of close to that at some point? Probably. I feel like Daniel kind of... Uh, outthought the room there. Yeah, and that 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 uh, some Daniel. I have one more. Um, it's not a question, but it's just a stat oh. that I'm going to throw out there. You don't oh, need the. Okay. We don't need okay. the, the bed. But when I was looking through ESPN stats and info for questions for Stump Daniel, I came across this and I thought it was interesting. Washington beat the sixth ranked Ducks. That's the highest ranked team the Huskies have beaten in 13 years. So the Huskies, even though they've had, like, remember there was seasons recently where they were, like, undefeated through a lot of the season. They yeah. were in conversation for the college football playoff. They were in the college football playoff. They, they, were, in the they were in the college well, football Well, I meant playoff. for multiple years yeah. they were in that, like, hey, we're in the group. There was a year they were in the college football playoff. They never yeah. beat a team that was ranked uh, in the top ten. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They haven't beat a team that's ranked in the top ten since 2018, but they never beat a team ranked higher than six during that whole stretch. It makes sense because nobody ranks anybody in the Pac-12 higher than six anyway. Fair point. Like, yeah. the Huskies probably weren't even ranked. I think they were undefeated and ranked four one year. Yeah, but they probably weren't ranked four until, like, the last week. Yeah. They're like, oh, I guess they finished and undefeated. Yeah, I they guess finished we'll undefeated. Rank and Georgia lost again. I guess we'll rank them number four. <laughs> well, Alabama has three losses, but they're still number five. Yeah, Quality, quality losses. Yeah. Every single team that they lost to has beat Alabama. <laughs> that will never not be funny. <laughs> that will never not be funny. Agreed. It's perfect. It's well, exactly how the voters think about things. We are... Yeah, it is. Yeah. There is a kernel of truth in that. I've been enjoying college football season so far. Uh, just, I don't watch it. I watch the Tar Heels games about 50%. Yeah. And I don't watch a ton but highlights besides that. But I think college football season has been pretty fun so far. It has been. It's been a lot of chaos. Yeah. Alabama, Alabama has, has two losses. Multiple times. And then they <laughs> were actually, they were really close with uh, Mike Leach's Mississippi State. By the way, 
Did you guys hear the sound clips from Mike Leach's interview last week? No. No. Oh, gosh. You know what? He's gold. We need to have a new segment on this show it, that's just, <laughs> what did Mike Leach say last week? Part Can of it not? was, he was. It just makes me feel sad. Intentionally, comically, like snorting into the microphone. No way. So, so he was doing, <laughs> no like, way. no BS. It sounded like this. So we were out there just, and then he would just talk again. And it was the weirdest thing ever. Like they were playing clips of it on the Levitard show this week. Like they, they it crossed the line from where they were like, okay, this is just who he is to he's doing that on purpose. Yeah. It's, he's he's the, doing everything. Like he's aware of how silly he is. But sometimes I think it's, I don't care. And oh, sometimes I, I, I think it's. I'm intentionally doing this to I, be funny. I got you. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And that that was anyway. I think you, if you guys so, haven't seen it, or if you at home listening haven't seen it, go look up the Mike Leach press conference because it's pretty no. funny. Uh, real quick, before we because Seahawks is next, right? Yeah. Um, real quick, I want to bring up the Pac-12 standings because the North basketball or football football. So the North is oh, what are you jerk. Sorry. Sorry, no, I'm talking to my phone. Google's being mean. <laughs> Your phone's such a jerk. Okay, it just showed me the Pac-12 South standings. Okay, dude, show me what I want to know. I'm looking I at the Pac-12 standings. Do you want to know who's Can on top? Can you show me? I want to know what the... Yeah, That's so Phil Collins, too, just so you know. USC is 7-1 and one in conference. UCLA is 5-2 and two in I, conference, uh, go, and Washington go, is 5-2 in go conference. Go to the north. I just want the north. Oh. Uh, which is Google is failing me right now. How did it's, I become a stupid. Phil Collins enthusiast this week? I don't know. It's kind of weird. I like shamed you for not knowing that Phil Collins song. Duck Duck Go only has all of the all of the teams. Uh, so I can't help you. Okay, give me Washington's ranked over Oregon though at five and two. Actually, you know what? I looked at the ESPN standings earlier and they were not broken down north and south. What Does the Pac twelve not have that anymore? It. Oh, are they only going top two this year? I don't know. That would be perfect. The top two are leaving next year. Exactly. <laughs> Stop giving me... All... It's a going away party. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, they do. They all... Okay, I so haven't the broken north... down north and south. Okay, so Oregon... Is Utah in the north, too? Utah is in the south. Okay, so the Oregon, north is Cal, Oregon, Oregon State, Stanford, Washington, Washington State. Dang it, Oregon State's got three losses. Okay, so if Washington loses to the Cougars, who's Oregon got next? Fingers crossed, knock on wood. Yeah. So if Washington loses the Apple Cup and Oregon loses to Utah, which is believable. Mm hmm. And then Oregon State, then we could have UW, Oregon, and Oregon State at the top of the Pac-12 South. North. And North. Yes, thank you. <laughs> that would and be we weird would, if the Washington schools were I in would, the Pac-12 I South. I would agree with you, except that Cal is in <laughs> the North. So. That's a good point. But then we would have the ye old evergreen 1A situation in the Pac-12 <laughs> North, and Oregon... Would have lost to Oregon State, but oh, the circle of suck. Everybody <laughs> no, has they lost to also, everybody else. Oh no, they also would have lost to UW. So Oregon would be the man out. Oh, and then dang it, UW would have the head to head over Oregon State. Still doesn't work. <gasps> Stupid Huskies. Darn it. <laughs> Daniel thought he had him. I thought I thought I had a shot. Well, that was a fail. Yeah. So let's. Right. Uh, we're going to talk about Seahawks, but before we do that, let's take a quick commercial break. Do you have a legal situation and need someone on your side? Let the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz be your advocate. If you've been the victim of medical malpractice, suffered a personal injury, or need representation with real estate law, small business law, or estate planning, let Jeff Domashevitz put his 29 years of experience to work for you. Call Jeff Domashevitz <laughs> today at 360-612-3991 or visit domashevitzlaw.com. That's D-A-M-A-S-I-E-W-I-C-Z-L-A-W.com. I really need to re-record that commercial. Also, I scared the crap out of you guys, yes, both you of you, by shouting that in the you middle of it. You yelled it right yes. in my ear. Sorry, yeah. Andrew. <laughs> uh, Jeff Domashevitz has 30-plus years now of legal experience. I'll just put that out there. You know, I bet we should ask 
our other sponsor if they want a new commercial as well. We should update things. And also, I need to talk to other sponsor ideas. Yeah. Like Big Moon Barbecue, which I've just oh. been seeing Facebook posts of and just drooling knows, over dude, the Dave food. I was all ready to make the commercial for Big Moon Barbecue. Yeah. Could you imagine? Grand though? opening today of Big Moon Barbecue in Monsanto. Dude, I don't even care if they pay us. What if they give us like a free sandwich a week? <laughs> that might actually be more valuable than... <laughs> Uh, I don't want to no. do unpaid sponsorships, but Big Moon Barbecue used to have a booth outside of the meat store every weekend, and their stuff is so good. So good. So go check out Big Moon Barbecue, and then maybe that will lead to a sponsorship for well, us in the yeah, future. Yeah, tell them, tell them that you heard about them b- because of the scrimmage. Yeah, and they'll be like, who? Yeah. <laughs> We're all going to go there this afternoon and be where, like, yeah, we heard about you from the scrimmage. Where'd you, where are they <laughs> located, Justin? They are located on West Marcy Street in Montesano, yeah. right across from the old Vidette building in, in the space that Pub Monte used to be in. Wow. I didn't know that you were going to be that specific. We are nailing this sponsorship, by the way. They, yeah. We deserve at least a free sandwich. Agreed. Three free sandwiches. <laughs> wait, no, four. Four free sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. I get two. Oh, wait. <laughs> I thought you were being nice to... I thought you were giving one to Johanna over there. That was the joke. That was a good joke. Sorry. That was a good joke. All right. Let's talk Seahawks. Let's talk Seahawks. Who woke up at 6.30 in the morning to watch this game? Not I did. Hannah, did you? Andrew is the only one of the three of us who succe- – yeah. or the four <laughs> of us. Uh, Pax, did Pax, Pax watch the game? No. Okay. Andrew no, is not. the only one of the five of us. Did Cucumber watch the game? No. Okay. Neither I'm- of the dogs watched it. So of the six of us, Andrew is the only one who successfully woke up at 6.30 a.m. Yeah. to watch the Seahawks in Munich. I tried, but I only tried my pretty hardest. So when my alarm went off at 626, I said, nope. And I rolled back over. (laughs) And then when my alarm went off again at about 707, I was like, I'll put the game on the TV in my bedroom at a low volume and just fade in and out and watch for a while. And that's what I did. So I have a confession. This is his confession. (laughs) Did so, you just sing an Usher song? Yeah, I did. Dude, that's the upset of the week. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Andrew just hit me with an Usher lyric. Can you do more? No. Just when I thought I said all I could say. No more. <laughs> My chick on the side says she got one on the way. That's Confessions Part 2, yeah. by the way, in case you were wondering. That is such a... Have you seen the music video of those things? Oh, yeah. Isn't no. there someone like hiding in the closet? And it's like all sorts of messed up. I mean... Sure, it's a song I'm about sure has been up to a lot of stuff. It, the the confessions songs are about confessing that he was cheating, and yeah. then the next one is about well, actually, you were cheating too. So actually, I'm not the bad guy. So th- those those were, and also then the the girl that he was dating got pregnant. It was pretty weird. It was a kind of messed up. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about Usher for a while. I know a lot of Usher songs. So. <laughs> Uh, Weird Al did Confessions Part 3, and that's right. actually the one that I know the best. Mm, so. Gotcha. Um, so my son, every now and then, will like half wake up. And start singing Confessions? No. Oh, thank you. Apparently, my goodness. dad also got, out, got up for the Seahawks game. That's true. Yeah. I also wanted to say, in my defense, I woke up to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Sorry. that worked. And then I was laying awake and was like, it's almost 6.30. That's when the football game is starting. So I, I brought it up on my phone, and I was laying in bed watching it with, like, one eye. That makes sense. Daniel just threw a pen at me. <laughs> with a paper yep. He assaulted me the way that I assaulted Andrew's ears when I shouted 30-plus in the middle of our commercial. So my son every now and then will wake up a little bit. But just kind of make some noises enough on the monitor to wake us up, mm-hmm. and then he'll go back to sleep. And that's what you did. So at nine, <laughs> at nine in the morning, my son wakes up with a, ah, da, da, da. and I'm like, Nyeh. and then I look at the clock and I'm like, oh, I bet there's still some Seahawks game left. <laughs> and then I went back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> did you make it to church by ten? <laughs> no. <laughs> I made it to church by like, so I made it to church by like 1045. Okay. That makes a ton of sense yeah. because I was looking for you 
Like, not like actively looking because I don't do that, but like yeah. kind of scanning the crowd. Like, I like to look around when I'm there and see yeah. who's there Where'd that I know. Where'd my little buddy go? Uh, and I was like, oh, I guess Daniel didn't make it today. <laughs> so now it kind of makes sense. No, yeah. we got there uh, after worship and after announcements. Okay. So I've started a thing where like before we would just call it quits, you know, if we were like, oh, too late today. Yeah. But now we've been like, no, you know what? If we're late, we're late. Who cares? We're just going to get there when we can. Show your faces. People won't even remember that you were late. They'll see you after the service ends, and you'll get all the full credit that you would have gotten exactly. if you were there the whole time. We'll Un- get our participation Unless you make points. an entrance. Yeah, True. we try not to do that. <laughs> yeah, you got to be quiet. You got to yeah. be quiet when you come in. Yeah. We also sit in the back, too, so that helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes because you have a small child. You could even get away with like you know hanging out by the door, yep. and you that way you know. You can make an entrance as long as you have the kid. Everybody's exactly, like, oh. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then you could be like, "Oh, I'm just hanging out by the door because you know, just in case my son cries, exactly. I want to be able to take him out." Did you hear him during service though? No. Oh, was he being loud? He made his. The person in front of us after service said, "Oh, was that anchor?" He's got such a strong voice. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. And I was like. Thank you. Is that being passive aggressive or is that just being so positive? I think it was from the person who it came from. I think it was being so positive. That makes sense. But really, it's a backhanded compliment. Yeah, it was really funny, though. Um, I think it's mostly just the outside of church that could come across so passive aggressive. But also, I think that the face that they make when they say it makes a difference. If it's like, oh, was that anchor? He has a really strong voice. No, but if she, it was said very sweetly, then... It was very sweet, yeah. Okay. And she said she was then encouraging him to never lose his strong voice. Okay. To, yeah, it was funny. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I so, think Seahawks like, but, game. But you could learn to control yeah. it. So, I had to I had to do my research after the Seahawks game. Yeah. Like, literally right before we recorded the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but before that, when I looked at the stats of this game, the thing that shocked me the most... Was Cody Barton's interception? But, I didn't see that till a little bit later. Okay. Yeah, that was that was pretty shocking. Um, you didn't notice that till the highlight. Yeah. <laughs> Kenneth Walker had ten carries for seventeen yards. Yeah, he really got shut down. Holy crap! What happened? Rushing bad. <laughs> <laughs> Their D line was playing really well. I didn't think I didn't, there wasn't any point when I was watching where I thought, "Oh man, Walker's playing poorly." I felt like there he just had nowhere to go. Um, and then they made a concerted effort also to get him involved in the passing game so that they could still have his explosiveness be an impact. He did do well. And I feel like I, that was more of a second half. I felt like in the second half they yeah. adjusted. Yeah. Yeah. And instead of... I feel like this is all my... I haven't looked at the actual stats first half, second half. Uh, but what I, the feeling watching it was they had stopped running their head against the wall on their runs and they were like getting the ball to him on like quick passes and from the highlights that makes sense too and he also had six catches on eight targets and he averaged nine yards per catch so that makes a lot of sense so he was still able to have an impact so again it's not like he had a really bad game but i was still stunned when i saw that yeah, because geno smith was the leading rusher at 22 yards and with the with how the Seahawks run their offense, it's a little surprising to me that neither DJ Dallas or Travis Homer had a carry. There was nobody else who carried the football but besides Geno Smith and Kenneth Walker. I feel like they just there gave was, up think, on the run game. In yeah, the that was half. it. It was but that they started no, throwing instead. Why wasn't there any fly sweeps? Why wasn't there any... Like, I don't know. Like, there was nothing else. Zero else. Was there any of the wildcat look that they had gone to? Like, it I did seems not, like I don't remember seeing the wildcat. It seems like they. If it comp- happened, it didn't. It wasn't a play, like, like a big play. Did they just decide to not be creative this week when it's been working all year for them to really mix in stuff? Like they ran the ball fourteen times, and four of those times were Geno Smith. And at what least the, no. one of those was not a planned run. Yeah, like so, there was one where he he was like trying to pass, and then was like, "I could get the first down." Exactly. So what the heck happened? You don't give up on it that quickly. You get creative. Well, the Bucks ran out of a wildcat formation, and we saw what happened on that one. No, they threw out of a wildcat <laughs> formation, and it was the stupidest play I've ever seen. No, there's mo- no that Colts 
yeah. swinging gate thing. Dude, no, 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 no. Was more well, it was stupid. stupid I will argue. It. No, excuse me. I will argue that really? Leonard Fournette throwing to a 45-year-old Tom Brady with a 19-year-old or however young Tariq Woolen is, who's already got four interceptions on the year. He's probably 21. He's probably 20, he's 20 something. But that's got to be right up there with that Colts play, Andrew. The one like, that was not only call, not only calling that play when you're rolling down the field, but Leonard Fournette looking out there and going, "Oh, they I can have make their, it. They have their starting cornerback out there. The one who has all the takeaways this the year. The one with all the interceptions. Yeah. Brady's gonna toast him. And I, a running back, is gonna throw a dime. Yeah. And then he made a bad throw. And then when Brady was trying to adjust to it to prevent the interception, he fell down. And then from the ground, after Woolen intercepted it, Brady kicked him. <laughs> I thought that was actually so. It's hilarious because he got called for tripping. Yes. So it was just made the like it was this perfect chef's kiss on yeah. top of yeah. everything. But it did. It was in Brady's in Brady's credit or to Brady's credit. It was probably the right move. Oh yeah, if he doesn't, like, it's yeah, a touchdown. Like it was, it was. I thought it was, it was a vet doing. It also the right wasn't thing like there. It wasn't like an egregious oh, kick no. or anything. No. Like he like swung he, like, his scissored, foot hard into like, the balls or like anything he just, like that. Like used his legs to. to <laughs> you can't say scissored. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> he probably saved the game right there. Yeah, because the Seahawks end up turning the ball over. Did you think that? so? That's I thought Woolen was already kind of going down. Okay, I didn't see the highlight very well. I was ru- watching it in. I a could rush. be wrong. But if Woolen scores there, that's a huge change. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they didn't get any points out of that exactly. turnover. Yeah. Yeah, because that was the one Gino fumbled, right? Yeah. Gino. Gino. Gino's terrible. All right. We can finally <laughs> make this. I'm just kidding. I'm His just stat kidding. line was pretty good. He played yeah, well he, outside he wasn't the of that. He played okay. Gino wasn't the problem. Yeah, that's, I guess that's what I mean by that. He didn't play well enough to make up for the fact that they couldn't run the ball. Gino did what he's done all year. Yeah, but if they score on instead of him fumbling that mm-hmm. and losing yeah. it, if onlys and butts were no. candies and nuts, then every day would unto donkfest. Yes, that's true. Then it would have been unto donkfest. Yeah. Sorry, it was German, so I went with the Dwight Schrute. Yeah, that was German good. line. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> I forgot what I forgot what that was from. I was like unto donkfest. <laughs> what is that? From? That's an office quote. Yeah, shocker. Weird. Have anyway, that show? I'm a little surprised that they completely abandoned the run. Yeah. Like, I get that they wanted to get Kenneth Walker involved, but I, I'm a little surprised that they never tried a jet sweep. I mean, that's pretty much the only thing that D. Eskridge can do right, right? Like, that is his best facet. Sometimes he catches a drag. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but they didn't do anything. They didn't try Travis Homer. They didn't try DJ Dallas. They didn't get creative with the Wildcat. They didn't do any of those normal things. They were just like, eh, no more running. It's a little odd, right, for Pete Carroll's offense? It's a little odd. I think my impression of it watching it was that the the running game was so stifled. You're right where I think normally Pete Carroll – I didn't think of it in the moment. Yeah. Because the running game had been so bad – that it felt like abandoning it was normal. But now that you mention it, it is weird for Pete to abandon the run game in that yeah. scenario. Like, he doesn't abandon the run game in almost any scenario. Exactly. And the fact, and it's not just like, oh, they kind of went away from it. They ran the ball a total of 14 times. And at least one of those was not planned, like Andrew said. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now, 10 you, you running say back all runs. this. Mm-hmm. But in the second half, they scored all of their points, and, and, and that's what so I, the adjustment worked. And that's what I was I was yeah, about okay. to say when Justin was saying that it definitely led to them being effective. I'm just a little I'm just surprised okay, that fair. they didn't because they've been yeah. finding creative ways to get more people involved in the running game this this year, and in this game they had ten running plays by a running back, and they were all Kenneth Walker. So not only is it a very small number, but it only one guy. And it was just surprising. Yeah. I mean, usually we're good for at least three third down and 20 Travis Homer runs. I don't know uh, how the how Tampa Bay has been against the run, but I wonder, like my impression of those run plays was that there was just nowhere to go. Like, okay. so it, That's I, the way I, 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 felt wonder, I wonder well. if it was like, they didn't see 
like I, you know, if you if you think they've got vulnerability on their edge, like maybe they're crashing too hard on the, then you're like, oh, we can run a sweep to get to the outside. I I wonder if that wasn't really there, and it was just that their front four or seven almost, or whatever are just almost maybe they're coming into it going, hey guys, we're not going to be able to run the ball. We'll try it. Or is it possible Sorry. that Tampa Bay just said? the most dangerous person on this field is Kenneth Walker. Let's do what we can to bottle yeah. him up. And the Seahawks took what was afforded them. It makes sense. And Maybe. it almost worked. And yeah. had Gino not fumbled on that big change of momentum situation after the interception where Tampa was ludicrously stupid, <laughs> then maybe the game's different. That but play was really funny. It was though. just weird <laughs> having <laughs> having not watched the game and yeah. looking at the stat line. It's yeah. alarming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I yeah. will give a shout out to uh, one of our sponsors, Oli Penn Real Estate, because Jason Atwood was on Facebook at one point, and <clears throat> he posted, "Why haven't they gotten ball- the ball to Tyler Lockett? I think they really need to get him involved." And then, like forty-five seconds later, Lockett caught a touchdown pass. <laughs> That's awesome. It was pretty cool. Nice, good job, Jason. Say, what? Why Thank is he sponsor. only saying it once, and why is he waiting so long? That's to say a good it? point. He should have said it before, and then yeah. he also should have said, "Why aren't they throwing the ball more to DK Metcalf?" <laughs> Try to get him a touchdown. Also, I know I've been hard on Cody Barton all year, but he did have eight solo tackles, nine total, and an interception and a pass defense today. So, I'm gonna say that was a pretty good day. He was behind Jordan Brooks, who had. 14 tackles, but that was it. So, that was pretty amazing. So Jordan Jordan Brooks had 14 tackles. He made a couple of pretty bad plays. Okay. He got sauced. He also on one turned play. his what? ankle pretty hard on. Did he? What at is one point. wait? Yeah. Hold up. What's sauced? Like I'm not. Like, I don't have a kid in high school. What the heck is sauced? Like mean? like juked really hard. When did that become a thing? I don't know. What is sauce? <laughs> I just, you're not as Daniel's deeply offended by in, your use of <laughs> in your old age. You're just not as up to date on the kids' lingo. Apparently, as I yeah. What is? How does sauce make sense? I don't know. It's such a part of my everyday life. I don't even know where when it came from. Is sauce? Wait, isn't sauce the name of somebody in the NFL? Sauce Gardner, bro. Is he an offensive player? No, he's a corner. Then he, why is it getting sauced? It's not because of him. Oh. Because Moss was getting, when you got, you know, Randy when, Moss jumped over you and made a catch. Yeah. And sauce. doing an Odell was when you make like a one-handed catch. Yeah, but also doing an Odell was attacking a field goal. Did you guys no see reason. Justin Jefferson's catch today? No. Dude, you need to look it up. Okay. It was insane. And it was on a fourth and long that I think kind of saved it. They might have ended up losing anyway. I'm gonna but look it, up. it was a fourth and long. And he w- it was contested, and he went like straight up full extension. One hand pulled it down in a way that I thought when he went to the ground, there's no way he hung on to that, and he did. I'm, so, I'm YouTubing Justin Jefferson. Jetta's catch of the year is posted two hours ago, and with way too many exclamation part points. Yeah, chucks it deep. Oh dear lord! Yeah. Whoa! Look it up if you're watching this or listening How? right now. Daniel, it looks like sauced is equivalent to uh, what we would say, like, owned. Oh, that kind of makes sense. Okay, so not only did he make a one-handed catch. <laughs> you sounded so old. But when you just <laughs> said that. What about pwned? Back in yeah. our day, we would have said owned. So not yes. only was it no, a one-handed still say, catch. No, but you still say hand- you pwned some noobs, though. That's still a They thing. do? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so they're making a- fun of you when they say that, though. What? So as a little bit of a preview for the next part of our podcast... He basically pulled a Tucker Eaton, except for with one hand. Ooh. Oh, nope. Get out of here, Ad. No. Daniel, I have bad news, though. This isn't a new word. Uh, This entry in Urban Dictionary was made in 2005. Oh, snap! (laughs) (laughs) So that's You were young when that happened. (laughs) Nobody just ever said it about you. I never got sauced. Mm. <laughs> Did you ever sauce anybody? Oh, I sauced people all the time. Add it to the polls. Did you ever sauce anybody? I didn't do polls last week. Uh, you know what I'm going to do, though? Because I, I had some good ones. Has I'm more gonna, sauce. I'm I, was, do- <laughs> I was about to say something, and it just doesn't sound right. Sauced? Sauced can sound a little creepy. How so? I don't know. I finished this sentence. No, I don't want to. Hmm? I was Well, what? What? <laughs> 
I think that's a complete sentence. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> think about my normal poll opponent. Yeah. Who has what more I wa- sauce? That's what, what I said. What I want to say, would Daniel sauce that person? Or does that sound really no, awkward? No, because you, no, you're the defender. So you're the one who gets sauce. Okay. Yeah. So would Haley Van Lith sauce me? Yes. Doesn't that sound weird? It sounds really weird. I like it. <laughs> it sounds like reality. Could Haley Van Lith sauce Daniel Hargrove? Yes or no? In what sport? Basketball. Darn it. Peak Daniel Hargrove. <laughs> prime you have to, prime you have Daniel to specify. Yeah, yeah, prime Daniel Hargrove. Good call. Yeah. Well, I think that actually, yep. we're, if we're done with Seahawks talk, let's put a pin in the balloon of this. Who they North. play next? Really quick. They have a bye. Bye. Oh. You get a, if you play an international game, you get a bye the next week. So Most far. of the time. Isn't there one team that didn't have that this year? I don't know. I, I don't. I want to say I heard that Did they already year. play? Yeah. I think one of the teams that played in London didn't, didn't get, get a bye the next or day. England didn't yeah. get a bye. Um, so well, they week. play. Let me find out who they play next week, guys. The other week. The week Gosh. after next week. Yeah, they play the Raiders next. And the Raiders oh. are two and six. Oh, the Raiders are poopy poop, butt butt soup. Yes, the name of my fantasy team. Yeah. You and should just change your fantasy team's name to the Raiders. The Raiders. Oh, that would AKA. work. AKA. <laughs> um, so. Do we have, there's, we don't have any Raiders fans in the fantasy league though, do we? Not in the I, fantasy I, league. That's the kind of thing so. that, that, that could really. Almost every Raiders fan I know is really obnoxious though. <laughs> yeah, I know that's what I meant. It, yeah. that, that would be the kind of thing that would really, really take off I'm just off thinking most, most of them all have the same last name. Um, <laughs> so the, the Seahawks are four and four in conference, six and four overall. Dude. Seahawks are going to the playoffs. This yeah, year. they're totally going to the playoffs. That's bonkers. Yeah, that's going to do it for this portion of the show. <laughs> what the heck? We are the scrimmage, brought to you by Oli Penn Real Estate and the Law Office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz. That is my co-host Daniel Got Sauced by Haley Van Lith Hargrove, and that is my co-host Justin Daniel. If you weren't so old, Domashevitz, <laughs> and our trusty producer Andrew Gross. Because I didn't come up with a nickname. I did a bad job there. Stick with us if you're on the YouTube live. We're going to take a five-minute break for Daniel to use the restroom. And then we're going to come back and talk about local sports and name an Oli Penn Real Estate Athlete of the Week. So don't leave.